That's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. We're here with Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. And we're the 15 side. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt, and we're the 24 side. Along with... Mike Gardner. And... Little Chief. And there's the 24 side. Well, now, I want to get well, something half. straight here. I want to get something straight here. Little Chief, where'd you go to school? I went to school at East Central, which uh, is the right. 15 oh, side. Yeah. Uh, See? yeah. But let's get it real straight. I came from the 21 county. Oh, oh wow. really? Hell. Yeah. So, oh, he's in with Mary's. Yeah, that was that was a long, long, short time ago. I was gonna say, but you spent the majority of your uh, childhood in the 15 side. Spent all my childhood in the 15 side. So he, spent okay, all so, my adult life in the 24 side. Sounds a little familiar. Yeah. yeah. So, so we do. We like him for some. We reason. like him. Yeah. That's why he makes it the old man's <laughs> breakfast. That's so right. Dwayne, you 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 still seem to be the odd man out. I like being that way, <laughs> but he's close. He's close. He's within a mile and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's a close. mile is the crow. He line. literally has just crossed the line. I am right. just crossed the line. There you go. So what do you got here for us, Dwayne? We got well, a tasting going on. Well, we got a tasting going on. This is something not in our we, in our uh, normal w- wheelhouse. Normal wheelhouse. Uh, this was sent to my wife from her sister-in-law from Georgia. She's one of our listeners in Georgia. Hi. My sister. Or from oh, my sister-in-law, my wife's sister, sorry. I was corrected if you didn't hear that. <laughs> my wife's sister. That was twice tonight. It, it, yeah, it, yeah, I was going to say, it happens not, a lot more than everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't hear it. So I'm trying to apply my bourbon characteristics it's to this. It's got some legs. It does it's have some legs. Pretty thick it? legs here. Pretty thick legs. But this is uh, from Moonshine Distillery. It's called Georgia Snow Cream. It's an artisan small batch. Uh, it's in Reuben <laughs> County. It's a bourbon whiskey and rum with natural flavored. I can't read this small. Bourbon flavored whiskey, bourbon whiskey and rum with natural flavors and caramel color. So um, I'm going to tell you, if you do this nosing like Fonte does, yeah. it's amazing. You On this, you get two different nosings. Oh, wow. You can. Oh wow! Yeah, you think it smells hot in the left nostril? Mm-hmm. I do too. <laughs> it's smooth. It's it's. Are you both right-handed? I am. There you go. See? It's a lot. It tastes a lot like a maple cream. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's got a little heat. This is good. Yeah, what it's is the? Just a little bit of heat. What was the? Forty proof, maybe. That's probably forty. Well, this uh, I did a little thirty proof. Thirty I did proof. Like a little, little, little alcohol. second run of it, and the heat goes away on the second run. It's good though. It's yeah, good. Well, yeah. Good stuff. So we'd like to thank Dodie's sister. Dodie's sister, my sister-in-law. Your sister-in-law for sending this for up sending to her and Absolutely. letting us share with us. So if you're in the, it's very good. I'm assuming this is probably a Georgia-only product um, or locally distributed down there. So Moon Moonrise, I said Moonshine. Moonrise Distillery and Georgia Snow Cream. 
There you go. I'm trying to think of what that reminds me of. I don't. Rum chata. Rum chata. Uh, Yeah, a little little bit. bit. Yeah, I can see a little mixed root beer. beer. Yeah, it's exactly. The root beer, beer yeah. Or yeah. this could go in your coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I could see this as a creamer sure. for your coffee in the morning. I, I, I can drink a little coffee in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Can you? Yeah, we'll talk, let's have a talk about the coffee. We, All right. We can talk about coffee. Right. We go to Old Man's Breakfast uh, Saturday morning and... Friday we won't morning. go Friday in, morning, New Year's or Eve. Friday morning, we did it because they're closed mm. Saturday, and we won't go into what happened before mm. that. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I was there about ten minutes early, and so I'm just sitting in my truck waiting because they didn't have the lights on the building yet. And here comes Alan and Little Chief pulling in, and they get out of their truck, and Little Chief's grinning. I don't know why, but we'll just leave that at that. But we walk in the back door, <laughs> lights are still off. Alan walks straight in, straight to the coffee pot, grabs himself a cup of coffee, and I'm like, well, I guess he really well, wants a cup of coffee. I know you two don't drink coffee. That's true, but we're figuring that's probably his second or third cup, because we know he has a cup before he gets picked up, so he's got his on his second cup, so he comes over to the table, and uh, he sits down. Well, the girl is thinking that Jeff is going to be there, and Mike's going to be there. Didn't know who's coming, so she brings two more cups over. Well, I don't need them, so we slide them in front of Alan. Well, Mike shows up. Well, before Mike shows up, Alan has drank a cup and a half of those already. We give Mike one of them. He finishes those two. She comes back. She tops him off at least two more times. So we're we're assuming five cups of coffee while he's at Old Man's Breakfast. He finished that second cup of coffee like he was at a kegger. Yeah. <laughs> we had we had bets before uh, he left there where Little Chief was going to have to stop on his way home. Well, look. Oh, you picked him up on the way? I picked him yeah. up. Yeah, Little Chief picked him up. What do you think the saddle's for? <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony was side sidelined and side-saddled because he, was, he had the little COVID test, so Little Chief volunteered to pick Alan up. That's a whole other story. I yeah. volunteered so, to pick Miss Daisy. Up. So literally, <laughs> so literally, for our listeners, every Saturday morning, we uh, there's a group of us uh, that goes from to Old five Ma- to fifteen. Five, yeah, five to fifteen. <laughs> yeah. uh, go to Old Man Breakfast at the VFW in Brookville. So we had talked to them a couple weeks ago. They were going to be closed Saturday because it was going to be New Year's Day, but they were open New Year's Eve, and we were all off work. So planning to go. Well, Tony messages us Thursday night that is. Uh, wife uh, may have COVID, so couldn't go. Well, Tony usually stops and that's how it all got started. Tony one day stop, he calls and goes, "We ought to do breakfast one day." I said, "Yeah, just stop, pick me up, we'll go." That's how it all got started. Yep. So he normally stops and picks me up. And actually, there's another story we can talk about after this one about that. So you know, normally stops and picks me up and takes me there. So he messages the, everybody that goes to Old Man's Breakfast gets the text, "Hey, I'm not going to pick you up." Blah blah blah. So Little Chief right away goes, hey, I'll stop and pick you up. <laughs> it was downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, down, is all, this is all over text message, a group text oh, message. Yeah. So all the fun <laughs> starts. So first you know what's sad? I was off yesterday. I could have went to breakfast. So first, oh, of yeah. All, yeah. first of all, Tony's worrying he's going to lose his number oh, one spot man. with me. Yeah. And then from there, it goes to Brokeback Mountain. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> It's the saddle. It's the saddle. Downhill or off the cliff? I'm thinking <laughs> off the cliff is more suitable. Oh, it was all good. Well, so fun. we get there, and I'm, I don't know what. I mean, I had two cups of coffee here before Little Chief picked me up. I know. And I was putting it down there. I went to, I actually went to the restroom twice in there. And I was like, man. Well, that's why we had bets on where Little Chief was going to have to stop. Me and Mike were discussing the stops. We were on mapping the way. it out. Nick said there's a dumpster by the license branch where you can pull over. So. 
<laughs> so for the first time, we, we have a little, I don't believe anybody from the, that waits on us at the VFW listen. So we have a pool every every Saturday morning or whenever we do old man's breakfast, we each put a dollar into the pool. I, remember, I walked into that a few weeks back. I didn't yeah. know what that was. So the, what the deal is, whoever That's gets their breakfast last gets the pool money. Because there is no rhyme nor reason. Doesn't matter when you order, what you order. Nick, who orders two pieces of sausage all the time, just two pieces, has won it twice already. So he's got the easiest thing to make, but yeah. it's it sometimes be the last thing out. Right. So yeah, he gets two pieces of sausage and a diet coke. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, so there's no rhyme or reason. And the, the funniest part this week was everybody at the table's got their food except for the two people that haven't won, Mike and Little Chief. So the suspense is on. Now we're all waiting. You know who's yeah. going who's to get the then new four two. Dollars, wait a minute, five dollars because there was five. There was only five of us this week. It was a small pool. I but wasn't there because if I'd have been there, there'd have been three people at the table that had one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we're sitting there and we see her coming with two plates. So now the the rule is whoever gets their plate last. It's Whoever's plate hits, hits the, the table, table last. last. So we're sitting there, and I can see little Chief. He's got his arms crossed, and he's like, come on, come on. Give it to Mike. Give it to Mike. Give it to Mike. And she reaches over and slays this down. He goes, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think there's a million dollars on the line. <laughs> and I won the big $5 pot. Yeah, Mike I won, won the $5, $5 pot. So now there's two left. There's Jeff and little Chief. Jeff and little Chief yeah. haven't won, so. So I the, think the best is the look on the waitress's face that you're dismayed <laughs> that you just got your food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she has no idea what's going on. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. So the story I was going to tell about Tony picking me up. So a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> I'm out there, and Tony is – sorry, Tony, i got to tell this. He's showed up here a half hour before. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, uh, I'll look up. I'll be on my first cup of coffee, relaxing, and here he pulls in. So this particular day, a couple of weeks ago, and I talked to him the night before. Yeah. You know, it was on the group text too. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm twenty till I'm waiting, quarter till I'm waiting, ten till I'm waiting, five till I text him. Hey, are you still asleep? No response. So I get in the truck and drive on down. <laughs> I literally walk in and he texts back. Oh shit, overslept. <laughs> so he came on down, but it was uh, yeah. He didn't have time to do his makeup. He didn't you do his makeup. Yeah. Rough. Yes. <laughs> well, he sent and he sent his order via text. So yeah. Order, yeah. Order, and throw him a we, dollar. We made sure he got his food first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all good. Oh, if I so that, I so you see these? This little, it's, This is colorful, but that's not what it's gonna. It's not gonna be that colorful when it's all said and done. That's a tasting board for us. We're gonna have one for everybody. 3D oh, printed. Nice. Oh, really? Oh, that is cool. Really? 3D printed. It won't be these colors, but and we're going to get the guy who does that on here. He's in the back room there filling up on food, I think. <laughs> I think he's trying to sober up, maybe. Well, he was pretty sober today. Was they he? went up to Muncie last night, hung out with the Klein boy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he does that between concrete pours or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it takes a while. No, so you so can hit print and then got, go pour go, 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 go pour go. 50 yards and come back and it's half done. <laughs> He's 3D printed guitars. He's got a 3D oh, really? printed guitar out in the he, garage. Didn't and it he plays do that a good. couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah, because don't you remember he brought that down to one of the parties? Yeah, it's, oh, it's amazing. You've drank since then, I know, but yeah. he brought that down. So I, remember I asked him it. if he could do the... the um, I thought that Doozies. was some sort, yeah. some uh, fraternity. Well, it goes with, what it looks like. It goes with the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> looks a little like a paddle. That's what I was. I'm looking. Little yeah. Chief's starting to sweat. 
So <laughs> is Phil from Texas back there right now? Yes. He's, he's eating. I he's think. eating? All right. So he's has he got a line on that printer at his old college? No, hunt? he actually, he's got two of them. He's bought himself. Oh, really? They're here now. So. Really? Amazing what you can, yeah. what you can do. I mean, yeah. the, the technology for printing houses now. I mean, they're yeah. printing, yeah. you can print a concrete house and yeah. this thing just sits there and goes around, which is awesome. It's great. But here we are again. How many jobs is that going to eliminate you know it takes one guy to run a 3d printer right then you know one guy to fill it so instead of 40 guys so that you know you're eliminating jobs with it but you know I guess it well, and there's other things i mean they can um prosthetic pieces for legs and in transfers they do they just recently released a 3d printed uh printed ball joint for hip replacement uh, and that's pretty cool to watch that stuff. My son, my son has a hip transplant, so I'd seen that. And I thought, you know, they're coming up with some really well, good stuff with that. Well, on, I don't know if you know, but aren't that aren't they uh, matching those to the person more? Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. So Actually, they're doing like a yeah. scan beforehand yeah. so that they match the they match, printed yeah. to your body so that it's a better yeah. fit yeah, for normally, a better recovery. Uh, under a situation where last 20 to 30 years and they have to redo them. But right. for those that would actually grow with the body, the piece doesn't grow, but it grows within your bones. So, right. But uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, they can like brain sockets and stuff where the people had crashes and replace their sockets around their jaws and eyes and stuff. They can do that with it now. I mean, yeah, they're printing it's, it's they're printing cool metal thing. and stuff with it too. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we'll have him talk a little bit about it when he gets up here. But you know, he had that Jeep and he had a new radio and stuff that was going to go on. He three D printed the insert to hold the current radio versus the great big, and it looked like something that was made for the Jeep. Wow, it, it was pretty amazing. Never got to use it because sure. you know, you know they uh, they do uh, scans of other things too in the uh, adult pleasure world. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about the hip okay. only, only, only you would know that Chief. <laughs> hey you want me to bring that sound we, we just went a whole different direction on this podcast Those, the main, my main question would be little chief how do you know that yeah right. I know right. I'm a model <laughs> <laughs> that circles oh, yeah. back to about uh, a, a month ago at a breakfast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oddly enough. Oddly uh, enough. <laughs> don't know if we ought to go there. Yeah, we yeah. ought to stop. That was a yeah. that's a old man that what happens at old man breakfast oh, exactly. stays at old man exactly. breakfast. Except for the jokes we get told by Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Nick is a hoot. Yeah, well some of them gotta stay there too. Oh, that's those, true. I, I tell you ninety nine percent of them. Yeah. But they are funny. <laughs> And they're always situational. It's whatever we're talking about. It he just has, pops out. And he just pops sits out. there and it, looks at you and, and goes, yeah, yes. he'll go, well, you know. <laughs> and that's, you know, we know. We got something good coming up. Everybody stops and Everybody listens. Gets right, he'll go, you know when Nick tells did you, did you hear that? And I'm like, oh, here we go. And he's very he's very calm about it. Oh, right? yeah. It's not like a yeah, so like He has no emotion attached to it at all. He'll tell you right. the story. Yeah. Like, you don't know it's a joke. You but you know, you knew it. You know, you, you know it's a joke, but it doesn't sound he, like he it. He called me on that the last time I I was looking at him going, is he serious? I yeah. Really like, oh, it's it's every week, a couple he, of them. He, oh, was yeah. he was good he this was week. Yeah, yeah, he was on fire this week. I think it was a smaller crowd. He feels was. He's, he's better in an intimate crowd than a big gathering. So <laughs> He is well, very, he the saddle was coming when he speaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, right. yeah. It took him a while to open up to the group. I mean, he and Tony have been friends for years, and of course him and Mike live next right. to each other. Yeah. But the first couple of times he sat down with us, he was pretty quiet. And he then he used he to go eat for it. He no, he go a eat. Time. Well, he there was another group he'd eat with later at a different establishment. Well, don't so, they still eat? 
I know he's been just eating with us. Here Has he? Yeah. Oh, okay. He traded him in. He said he came to old man's breakfast because it was intellectually <laughs> enlightening, enlightening, stimulating. Yeah, and that was what intellectually That's stimulating. So this group, think of this group and a few others at seven o'clock in the morning, and he thinks we're intellectually stimulating. What well, seven o'clock? We are stimulating. <laughs> Where 8.30, was, you're like, who the heck? Where was Nick's high school education? Well, 24? Yeah. 21. Yeah. No, 21. 21. 21. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Connor. Connor's Connor. Connor. Oh, so that explains it. Well, it certainly wasn't 15. <laughs> easy, Miss Mary, be coming across the table at you. She's not listening. I watch. No. So getting back to the technology, we talked about the technology of the 3D printing and the scanning stuff they got. They had something out the other day where they scanned that mummy, and it was like they could yeah. basically probably recreate this yeah. and without without taking unwrapping it out, it. without unwrapping it, yeah. recreate it with like a 3D printer. Yeah. Almost right. exactly. It was amazing. Well, you talk about the scanning. What about uh, what about uh, unborn children? Oh, this it's it, scary. you can see the facial features. Right. It's, yeah, it's yeah. The, the ultrasounds now. Yeah, I remember it is. It's just, the imaging is just amazing, considering you know what we saw with our kids was a blur and yeah. blur. <laughs> gray, so you, gray line, a gray line. You, well, it. you could tell if it was a boy or a girl, but other than that, that was <laughs> okay. about it. If now, you say well, so. no, 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 well, sometimes that would be wrong. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, yep. our two was obvious when because the doctor goes, "Do you want to know?" and it flipped over. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> it was kind of obvious, but anyway. But no, the scanning too. What was it? That, uh, oh, I went to a trade show the other day, and I'm looking to do some fab work on some side by sides. And there was a guy there that does 3D scanning because I can build it. I see it. I just build it, but I don't know how to draw it. Well, mm-hmm. their company. Once I build it and it fits, I just hand it to him, and then he creates the drawing off of my scan, cleans up the bends. Yeah. Because I was talking to him, I'm like, well, what do you do? He's like, well, you know, when you're fabbing it, you're not, your bends may not be a perfect angle and everything not, may not be perfectly straight, but you get the function of what you want to do. He goes, well, you send it to me. I, I see what you're trying to do. And he goes, we clean the lines up. We straighten the bends. We make the angles right so that when you send it to the production facility, they know exactly what to do. And it'll look like what you wanted it to look like, but you just didn't have... You know, in the fab processing, yeah. you don't have the time. Right. So, it, and he just he had one there, and it's just a little like a wand, and he just runs it over, and it just picks a three D well, scan. It's pretty so cool. And manufacturing plants now, you have these engineering companies can come in and set down equipment, uh-huh. clear the room, and it'll run for a few hours and basically blueprint yeah. your whole, entire whole your entire that entire space, pipe work and everything. So, if you're looking at <clears throat> Um, doing some improvements or Expansion. adding equipment, and you and it's an old facility that doesn't have um, as-built drawings, right? Right. They come in and they can scan this whole thing, and yeah. and then you can just lay in the new equipment onto that right. onto that print. There, there's actually amazing stuff. There's actually yeah. a local group in New Trenton, um, Sac Center Boys. They had started a company called C Deck. And uh, one of them's in one of them's in Arizona, I think Phoenix, and then his brother's here, and they have that type of technology, and it's a module they set onto the deck of boats and yachts and trucks, and it scans it all, and it creates decking padding for the boats, and they do now they're doing privateer stuff, so you can take your parts of them, and they'll do it there right there in New Trenton, right across from Sector's Interior, but they've actually taken this to another level. These guys have. Uh, huh, they, so, like, you'll get a whole new decking. They'll put the new foam decking on your, your right. pontoon or your speedboat or whatever. They've taken it to other levels, like people's homes and cars and, and actually or start scanning parts. But uh, that they started at – they're, like, 
32 to 36 years old maybe. Uh, they're Craig and Randy Sexer's sons that started that business, and they're based right. One of them's based in New Trenton, right there. I have to keep that in mind. Right on across Fifty Two. I, I talked to them a couple of times, but uh, they're they're good guys, good kids to talk about. They're very smart at what they're doing. It's well, pretty nice impressive. Yeah. That's close. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, they can do uh, foam that looks like teak wood. Yeah, teak wood and everything. Uh, see and see your business logos and names in into the floor. Yeah, it, so, it's neat. Yeah, so like if you want to come in here and map your floor or, or special rugs or pads right. in your your face, they'll come in and measure it all with a laser, and then do the program, and then it'll laser it out, and then they'll cut it all out. And uh, he does it. They started this with boating, and now it's just growing and growing to other things. That's cool. Oh, that's that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. So let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk to the uh, phenomenal engineer that's doing this um, 3D printing. He's related to Phil from Texas, which is hard to believe. <laughs> Looks like there's some a lot D- like him. So there's some DNA. Yeah, there's DNA testing there. Speaking of DNA testing. You haven't got yours yet. I haven't got mine yet. Have you got yours I've yet? I've got the letter. I haven't opened it, but I got the letter. I got it back. It's it's. You got a paper letter? letter? Not a letter. Oh, email. The email. email. Okay. So yeah. I'm just right. waiting on mine. So yeah. you're always. I, I put mine in first. <laughs> by a couple, good couple weeks. They probably didn't ha- well, find any uh, human DNA. No, I'm in telling it. you, this is what it is. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you. Grab that saddle out. Here's what it is. I have. I have family trees that I've constructed on there. It's all my adoptive family, right. and they're looking at my DNA because I yeah, they, right. And they're looking at my DNA and the DNA from anybody, and it's not matching. And they're going, I "Wonder who the milkman was." <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Did you know that beef jerky is packed with protein and is considered a healthy snack? Check out Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Beef Jerky. 100% pure beef with no fillers or additive. MSG-free and most flavors are gluten-free. If you're eating jerky that has a reddish tint to it, give us a try and see what gourmet jerky tastes like. Our cuts of meat are from the brisket. Not ground up, not processed, pure 100% beef. Our flavors include maple pepper, our original lakeside brisket. We have ghost pepper flavor. We have blazing beef sriracha flavor. Gotta try our speakeasy bourbon, our campfire barbecue, and our totally teriyaki flavor. Our favorite, though, is our old-fashioned maple bacon jerky. That's right, we have maple bacon jerky. You can find all of our jerky at all the Gilman Home Center stores throughout Indiana and Ohio, at the Easy Stop Fuel Mart, State Route 46 in St. Leon, Indiana, and of course online at StangerSugarShack.com. Use discount code 1524 to receive a special 10% discount on any online order. Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Jerky, what jerky should be. Top Sale Hemp provides affordable CBD and hemp products that help alleviate pain and ailments due to arthritis and inflammation. According to a poll conducted by the Arthritis Foundation, 71% of all patients reported CBD improved their ability to sleep, while 67% reported improvements in their physical function. Top Sale Hemp has something for everybody, from CBD pain cream to oils and more. Find your peace and relaxation using Top Sale Hemp's proven lab-tested CBD products. They can be found at TopSaleHemp.com. Use discount code 15 24 to get your 10% discount today. Top Sale Hemp. Go check them out. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out. 
Hometown Radio USA. The best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bishaw. Jeff Montag. Ribbon Hut. <laughs> and I got another special guest here. Bill from Texas. And then we've got... Little Chief. Little Chief. So we were talking before the break about this tasting board that... Um, well, it's Phil's cousin built Phil's, that, didn't it? Yeah, I guess. Hmm? I mean, Phil, did you build this tasting board? Yeah. So most people think Phil's just a construction worker. One of those concrete guys. Concrete guys. Playing the gray shit all day. Yeah. Well, that depends on what bar he stops at. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I'm a polymer engineer. <laughs> polymer engineer. So before we get going around here too far, and we haven't done this, what are you drinking, Rube? I am drinking Corona Premium tonight. I'm uh, on a little on the beer side. Cool. <clears throat> so I've got, this is fitting for what we've been talking about the last couple podcasts, I'm drinking Fighting Cock. <laughs> Which is a Heaven Hill product. So one of these days, we'll do a tasting with this one. Of these be careful, it's pretty be good. careful, little chiefs here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, might, there might be a challenge. <laughs> well, here's the saddle. Pass the saddle down. Pass the saddle. I'm uh, switched. I'm on 10 high and Pepsi. There you go. Hey, 10 high. There you go. A little chief. I'm doing a little bit of Crown Peach Premix, peach there, tea. There you and, go. And that was based off our tasting, wasn't it? It was. So tell the story about that. Yeah. So I, I stopped at a gas station after work, uh, walked in to get something to drink. I looked down and I seen that uh, Crown Royals doing pre-mixed drinks. Um, I thought, well, I'll get a cola and a peach. I threw them in a the cooler for the ride home, uh, turned the podcast on, and the first thing I hear is they are talking about Crown Royal pre-mixes. <laughs> so you I immediately summoned. pulled over, uh, disassembled the work truck because... Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I thought maybe I was bugged, but it just wasn't the case. There's a lot of explaining due to the company, but it worked out. I spent the next day putting the truck back That's together. Right. But you had some pre-mixed crown peach and cola. You I did. Good. So, Jeff, what you got there? I'm drinking Rusted Nail Speakeasy Blended Bourbon. There you go. Oh, there so you that's go. we talked about uh, Brain Brew a little bit in the last podcast. So we're going to make a trip back up there with the entire group. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a base uh, bourbon that, that comes from MGP, actually. And then you flavor based on different woods mm-hmm. that are added. So it's, it's, it's a neat experience. It's a great tasting experience. Jeff and I are going to try to stay sober through it this time. <laughs> we are. <Yeah. laughs> we are. Yeah. That's not part of this What's plan? the point in that? <laughs> so we went right. You know, they just opened back up from COVID. So you could only have... Well, you could only have four people at a table, I think, was the deal at the time. I think it was six, it was but six. Dwayne and Dodie couldn't Th- make it. That's right. So and you guys six. were someplace we as well. Yeah. They were out. We had something. So back. now you can do big tables of 12, so we'll take the whole gang up and have a good old time. Phil oh, from Texas, what, what you drinking? got there? It's a Bell's Lighthearted Ale. Oh, you're drinking a Bell's. That's good yeah. stuff. It was just what was in the fridge. That's <laughs> Rodeo beer. That's how he rolls. He's you know? at that age. Yep. Just it's round cold. up whatever you get. It's cold. It's well, here. I mean, to be fair, I did bring it down here, but I mean, it was a good three months ago. Yeah. There were six of them when it came down here. <laughs> so it's aged. Yeah. Bell's, it's aged. Bell's is a good product, man. It's oh, good absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. I love their Oberon. Bell's Oberon's real good. That's so, what I've been on a little IPA kick lately. So, oh, yeah. 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 
Cool, cool. So you had a good New Year's Eve? Oh, good absolutely. Year's. Up to visit a bunch of your friends up in Muncie? Yep. All good, all good. And your buddy who's in from the Army? So mm-hmm. I wish he was here tonight. We'd get him on the podcast. Well, he's up in Greensburg tonight. He's saying his, saying his goodbyes. He's getting ready to go back to Fort Benning. So Good deal. He's a good kid, good kid. You're, I'm showing, you're showing everybody not my, my paddle. <laughs> it, well, it goes with the saddle. It goes with the saddle. Paddle on the saddle. So I told him you were making these uh, tasting boards on a 3D printer. Yeah. So explain that process because I was floored. So he's been making a bunch of different things. So I said, hey, could you make me a tasting board? I want a couple tasting boards, and I want the Stave and Thief Society logo on the end of them. He goes, oh, yeah. I said, well, I want Glenn Cairns to fit right in that. So he goes, bring me Glenn Cairns, and then send me the logo. So there we go, boys. It's pretty amazing. And so the Glenn Cairns. Cool. So while I work at this, it's it's two multicolored, two colored. Is that well, it won't be. The, but the is it multiple is, pieces? This is a prototype. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is the yeah. prototype. Okay, because it is pieced yeah. together, right? Yeah, okay. well, so, you can okay. only, the table is only so big. Right. So, so I see the dovetail yeah, joints. Yeah. Yeah. So, how, so how I drew, yeah, it's got, they're called bow ties. Bow ties. So okay. basically it's a it's a carpentry joint. Sure. But it's basically two trapezoids. You press them in there and it pulls that together. Nice. So none of that's glued, but it's three separate pieces and then two bow ties holds it all together. So when it's all done, do you glue it? Because like your oh, guitar, the ones yeah, because yeah, yeah. your guitar is like he. So the people don't know he has a full size. It's a hybrid. It's kind of a Les Paul, Telly, Telly mixed Love Child. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and I, so it's I play, good right here. So I play guitar. Was for. Yeah, so I play guitar and it actually plays very well. Uh, it, of course, it's got a regular. You got a maple neck on there, if I recall right. Uh, it's a maple neck and it's got an ebony fretboard. Ebony fretboard. So it, it actually plays pretty good. It's a weird feel when you're playing. So for those that don't play, when you're playing electric, there's a feel to the electric guitar. And then I have a hollow body electric, and that has a different feel. And then this one has a totally different feel. It's it vibrates different. It just but it's cool. Sounds yes. great. Sounds great. How did you get into 3D printing? 3D printing. Well, when I was in high school, I was taking uh, we had Project Lead the Way courses, and through that, we ended up getting a 3D printer. Oh, he turned me up now. He actually wanted to hear me. He wants to hear you. Speak, yeah. yeah. So um, we got a 3D printer at school, and from there it was drawing stuff in AutoCAD and Autodesk Inventor and printing it out, whatever we wanted to do, really. We kind of had free reign in high school with the 3D printer. We made all kinds of stuff. but Some stuff you probably don't want to talk about because Little Chief will get ideas. <laughs> so you had, that, you had that in high school? Yeah, we actually really? had one in high school. They bought one... I think it was my sophomore year is when we got one and then from there we pretty much learned how to use it and they actually kind of phased out the classes that we were taking that were the project lead the way that it was getting used for and so after our class no one else really learned how to use it so for three years we were the only people that knew how to use the 3d printer so we were the ones that ran the 3d printer but there's like four of us that knew how to use it and other than that it was so, so that project you got right there, you say there. So, how many pieces total are there, including five. the bow ties? There's five. Five pieces, pieces total. Yep. So, how long? So, what's the process? So, you 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 said you had to draw it. So, how long does it take to draw something like that? So, the paddle itself with the three slots for the Glen Cairns, That's probably, I probably drew that in like 20 minutes. That was easy. That's a. <laughs> it's it's two rectangles, and then basically I drew an arc right here. Took that out. Took that arc out. Drew a circle at the end made the end an arc and then i put 
took and put a fillet on all all the edges all the way around the logo itself I, when i started it i didn't have my mouse and so it's very detailed basically what i did i went and found an image of the logo and put it right in there and modeled it and drew it out and then you basically it's called when you uh cut a hole or extrude a piece out it's called extrusion so i extruded it down and it cuts out that shape so every little detail of that thing i had to draw out so it was a lot of arcs and radiuses lines. but he, he printed it fast and yeah. it didn't pick up the details so. so how so how long that was my next question is so printing those three pieces how long does that take so the bow ties i can print four of those in about an hour um the bigger pieces like the end and then that middle section those are about six a piece and then i think the handle took about eight or ten i don't remember that's a so, lot of time involved in that when yeah. that's a little 3d printer it's right, not a small, great big yeah. right, small right. one so you've got there's a day of printing 24 hour roughly for the whole thing to print yeah yeah so he did the handle super fast so it didn't pick up the details on the logo the stave yeah. and thief logo right. so well and that's what you can change just about anything you do so those are actually printed in pretty high quality so i can change how thick because it prints in layers so i can print thinner thicker layers or thinner layers you pr print thinner layers you're gonna have a lot finer quality on the outside you're not gonna have as many ridges where i could print it really thick it would print faster but it's not going to turn out as nice at the end product mm -hmm. and then the same way like i said uh when you're doing real fine details you want to slow stuff down so like that logo it printed real fast there you can see how it's kind of blurry yeah and it's because that printer is trying to do all these little fine details and that printer actually moves so fast and there's momentum behind it so it goes to try to stop and that real short distance doesn't have enough time to stop so you get that blurring effect so if you slow it down it can get a lot more details so put does that in. run on an xyz platform yeah. yes it okay. does i've I'm, i've done a lot of x and y but not a lot of xyz but yeah okay cool yep you do pdq don't you jeff <laughs> yeah there you go i know P all about pdq P more like pds <laughs> oh goodness so what else have you made with the 3d printer technology well we talked about i did my guitar so that was that was quite a big project that all said and done because i put i think that was in eight pieces and that got like dials in it to hold it together basically i did that one and then from there now, did you do that in high school too I did that one my sophomore year of college. College, okay. Yeah. So that's on your own printer then. Yep. So now we were we were I don't know if we were discussing on air off air, but they're looking at 3D printing houses. You do mm -hmm. concrete now. Yep. Do you see the slab work and that type of work becoming 3D laying slabs so of concrete? 3D laying slabs of concrete is already very much so a thing, and we do it that's how we pour our concrete we use a laser screed so they set up a robotic total station and there's a prism on the laser screed so basically it's a big four wheel it's got a counterweight in the back it's got a boom that goes all the way out and there's an auger and some different spinning tools in there but levels of concrete so they lay that in there they lay it in two or three inches high you boom that all the way out pull it back basically there'll be a guy on each side of it make sure there's concrete up against that boom as it pulls it back but that's how we all of our bigger slabs and stuff that's how they're poured now but do you see it always ever as like the boom coming like the 3d houses are printed it's coming out of a tube yeah do you ever see it getting to that point or or just to the point where it's so precise now that this way i think it could but it's a lot of work to do that and it's a lot of money to spend it because if you're doing that on like the size of buildings we're pouring you're gonna be using a pump 
and really is it's a lot quicker it's affordable then. and it's a lot more affordable to pour out of trucks than it is a pump just to bring a pump out right. you're spending 30 grand right and then paying hourly for however long the pump's there right so really it's still just more efficient to pour it straight out of the truck because if you're pouring out of the pump the trucks are there anyway right so you might as well drive them right in if you if you can not to mention a, a 3d printer doesn't take into account for form swell too much vibration things going wrong it yep. doesn't spot it like experience does yeah absolutely you well, know experience concrete don't you well, see, I, i've done it i've poured a few <laughs> so question for you is uh if a guy wanted to go out and get him a small 3d printer and start playing around with that what's the mm-hmm. internet cost again something like that so it really just depends how big you want to go and how nice you want it to be. So and how much money you have. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, it's how well, much that's what money. I'm saying. You if it's have. a common Joe wanted to make little yeah. things in his base, say yeah. a guy want to make fishing lures or whatever. Oh yeah. So yeah. for something, if you wanted to make fish, fishing lures, I would say probably the cheapest that I would be looking at something would be like 250 to 300. Because I mean, it still is. There's a lot that goes into sure. it, and there's a computer behind that that runs that sure. and processes your coding, and so. Other than that, I mean, then you're buying your filament. So generally, it's about $20 for a kilogram of filament, which a kilogram of plastic is going to go a long way. Right. Yeah, yeah so, so I was going to say, so how much is in this? I'm not filament. sure. The person ordering it said budget was unlimited, say, so he didn't I want to say this is like 200 grams, <laughs> if I remember right. Okay. Bid it, bid it high there. Make yeah. sure you bid it high enough. You got, you know. Well, that's actually so. My my <laughs> software I use, it's free. It's community sourced. It's called Cura, and you can actually go in and you can put what filament you're using, and it's called a slicer. So basically, you take your 3D modeled object and you put it in there, and it breaks it down into what's called a G code, and that's the actual tool path that the printer is going to follow, and how much plastic it's going to put out and where it's going to go to actually make this. And when you do that, it gives you the weight of plastic that it's going to use and time. The, the length the time and you can actually put it on and it'll do the price too of your plastic that you use well, really so oh, that's pretty cool so then it's also it's so it's free software yeah yeah the actual slicer is completely free you don't have to pay for it it's very huh. nice where yeah. is the fusion on the plastic how, how does that when when you order plastic and it ships to you mm-hmm. what does it come like so basically it comes on a spool it almost looks like a wire um like thin. think of real thick tie real thick fishing line yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah. so like a hundred pound test fishing line it's even bigger, even than bigger that. Than it's, that. it's actually um weed weed whacker line yeah think of weed whacker yeah. line yeah thin, exactly. thin, thin weed, weed, line. weed yeah. eater line so when that starts printing yep. it, obviously it, it feeds i'm gonna guess through a nozzle yeah, yeah. it does it feeds through a heated nozzle so Generally, at the low end, uh, the plastic's melted around 200 degrees. Well, 180, mm-hmm. but 200 is ideal. So pretty much all the settings that are on that printer will change stuff. So if you print at higher temperatures, you got to be careful because on something like this, it wouldn't be bad. But say I wanted to print a bottle. If I printed that bottle and I had that temperature up too high, the vertical it, would probably, it would probably do fine in the bottom of that bottle. When I got to that neck, that plastic would come out too hot, and that neck would probably melt down. So what about the cool-down factor? As that prints, is it in a preheated or temperature-controlled? So my printer has a heated bed, so it's generally around 60 degrees Celsius. Depending on what plastic you use, you know, you can use different temperatures. Some plastics, you don't have to use a heated bed at all. It just kind of depends there what uh, material you're using. But then as far as cool down, there's a couple different fans that are on my printer. 
So there's one that's directly on the extruder, which is it's basically a tooth gear that feeds that plastic, so it keeps that cooled down. Because if those teeth get hot, it melts your plastic. So you gotta keep that cool. And then other than that, there's one that blows basically right on that uh, extruder nozzle, so where the plastic's coming out. And that one gets adjusted based on, obviously, like I said, if you're doing something that has a smaller surface area, you have to have some more cooling to cool that plastic down that's already put down before you print over top of it. I find, huh. it, I find it fascinating. Everybody sitting here, with the exception of Phil, we, we all had shop class, right? Yeah, where yeah. we worked with wood, we designed our own project. For, yeah. You know, drew it some, on a piece of paper. Drew it on a piece of paper, or you know, it was in your mind, and you got screamed at because nobody could ever duplicate it. Right. Um, and we were probably some of the last generation to to use woodshop. Yeah. Whereas you're in high school, you're using a 3D printer. Yep. And it's funny. So we actually at Oldenburg, they had a woodshop for a while. It was very underused. The only thing we ever use it for is one year we did a Rube Goldberg project, and we used it for that. So we got to do some shop stuff, and it was pretty fun. But other than that, I also have all kinds of shop experience. I was a 10-year 4-H'er, and I've done everything from welding to electric, wood science. I did it all. I hope you didn't learn your electric from your (laughs) family. Your uncle. Your uncle. (laughs) Unfortunately, that's most of it. So I did, I got to tell you a story. Oh, you know the Which one I'm going to tell? No, the story about you in the barn wiring. Oh, the outlets? Yeah. Oh, well, that's just an easy thing to do. You know, yeah. you put the wires on the wrong side. Looking for a Heisen side-by-side or ATV? How about a youth model Tau-Tau quad or dirt bike? Stop by Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com for the latest inventory. We are the Tri-State's largest Heisen and Tau-Tau sales and service center with a large selection in stock all the time. Don't shop the other guys who just want you to leave a deposit and maybe you'll get a side-by-side sometime this year. We've got plenty in stock all the time. Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com. One of our favorite sponsors here at Cross the Line 1524 is Batesville Liquor Co. and Tebby Liquor. I tell you what, you can't go wrong there. You buy a, a mix and match spirits there, a case, guess what, Dwayne? What's that? You get 10% off. Holy cow. You know what, up? What's that? If you got a special spirit or wine or beer that you want, like our great listener, Carrie Taylor, you know what he did? What's that? He called him. Guess what we got here at the bar? Well, I seen that. We did a nice little taste testing here a couple weeks ago. That's right. Cleveland Underground had him special order. Bring him out to us. It was awesome. Do a lot of barrel picks. Unfortunately, over the holidays, the Remus, the New Riff, and Maker's Mark Private Selection sold out. Yeah, you better hurry out there if you're looking for something special or you're looking for one of the barrel picks. Uh, there's some new releases that came out in December. You got the Yellowstone, the Ezra Brooks, the Off Hours, and the Knob Creek. I'm sure they're going to be right behind the other three that sold out. Yeah, I, you just can't beat it. It's great they do tastings there. You can taste all the barrel picks that they've done. Still available from barrel picks that they did earlier. Jefferson, the Maddie Gladden, William Dalton, Bullet. Old 55, Rossville Rye, and Pillar Rum. You know, Pillar Rum, that's from down in Key West. Down there where we, we spent a week down there oh, this yeah. year. Good stuff. Good stuff. And it's the last call for Lee Sinclair. Now. 
Yeah, that's great, Alan. I, isn't that where we're going down to French Lick to uh, Alan Bishop to do a podcast here in a week or so? That's right. Alan Bishop down in French Lick, Indiana. Well, he's got two things going for him. He's got Alan and he's almost got Bischoff. He's so. almost got Bischoff. <laughs> so Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. Tebby Liquors right here in Brookville, Indiana. We mentioned Knob Creek as one of their new releases in December. Uh, that was actually selected by law enforcement folks there in Batesville, Indiana. A donation from every bottle goes to the Batesville Police Department. Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. Go check them out. You know, there's nothing better during these cold winter days and nights than a good therapeutic massage. Guys need to check out Tranquility Massage by Shelley, located at 440 Main Street in Brookville, Indiana, if you want to get rejuvenated recharged and relaxed check out tranquility massage by shelly at 440 main street brookville indiana you can call or text her for an appointment at 765-309-1478 tranquility massage so he goes i'm gonna take care of this circuit over so you were still in high school i think when this happened oh yeah yeah oh i was probably like a freshman yeah he goes i'll take care of this circuit over here i said okay so i let him go he goes, it's all done. Man, he's got cover plates on and everything. I flipped the switch. Poof. <laughs> I said, Phil, think we got a, backwards. think we got a problem. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's got to be good. I said, well, come over here. Flip that breaker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it just got, you know, the white and the black got crossed over. It's all yeah. good, though. So, breakers popping around here is normal. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a family thing. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> we were just swapping out some some outlets the other week, actually. Yeah, we were. Yeah. So we found out. So we have uh, we put a heater in a in the smoking bar mm-hmm. up in the garage. So it's heated the jerky garage. Yeah, the jerky. <laughs> it's heated year round. Um, and so I bought a brand new heater and it quit. I'm like this piece of crap. And before checking things out sufficiently, I went and bought another one that was bigger. Plugged it in, wouldn't work. What well, came on then went off. Yep. You know, and in my mind, I, I, I should have thought a little bit. Oh, he was throwing a fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I should have thought a little bit. So then, we changed the outlet. It must be a bad outlet. Still didn't work. So I went to the outlet prior. Now remember, we had an issue here. Yeah, you forgot to check that building. I did. I checked all the no, no. I checked every other. I checked all the barns. I checked everything in the house. Did not check that garage. And sure enough, that outlet was cracked. It got hot. There was a hot spot, and it cracked the outlet. And it would intermittently touch, but touch, not enough. Not enough. So, uh, wow. That was the only building. I, I mean, all, every other outlet I'd went through in this place, and yep. not that one. So, anyway. Pretty amazing stuff for a concrete guy from Texas. So I got, a, I got a challenge for you. What's that? Uh-oh. Hey, you can't give if him a challenge wanna... till he finishes mine. Well, hold on. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I, ju- I just want to make sure you're not trying to have me model anything like Little Chief. <laughs> oh, no. 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 So, or, or he, you, what, you don't want him to... Well, we'll just stop. Yeah, you best just we'll leave that where it I want. I want you. I don't know. Do you have 1100 Remington? Uh, yes, we actually... Do you have that? The uh, uh, Remington shotgun? Or I've got it, I guess. 20 okay. gauge? 20 gauge. Hmm? I would like for you to try to design a shell catch for Remington 20 gauge or 12 and 12 gauge 
for an automatic shell catch when all comes out for when you're shooting trap. Okay. So right. you want to you want to catch them all and keep them in a box? No, nope. I want to catch sure? one shell at a time. So when you shoot once, it catches one. It'll catch up to two shells. Because okay. when you shoot eleven hundred or in any automatic gun, when you shoot a trap or sporting clays, they don't have catches on them. They're there's <laughs> some guys they whittle these out of wood and stuff and then clamp them to the. I want you to make one where it snap onto the gun. It'll catch at least yep. two shells. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I follow. If you can do that. There's a market for it. There any right. and then then any automatic gun that's used in any type of sporting clay or hunting will catch your shell every time. Catch, catch the empty on, mm-hmm. a, on, a, on an automatic weapon. Well, we've got a couple of those laying around here. Okay. Well, but eleven hundred is one of the most useful guns. Yeah, for that purpose. Mm-hmm. And guys one of the biggest run, issue has they can't run guys, a pump fast enough. When, well, when a guy when a guy's out in the field or shooting tray or hunting, they have to go back and pick up their shells. But if you put a catch on it, they can catch your shells and put them in their bag. I got gotcha. you. I thought that's what we had kids for. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Pick up. Pick them up. I'm thinking our 20 gauge is 870, not 1100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've got the semi automatic shotgun. I got the semi automatic yeah, in the you garage. Can, you can do it on one, you can learn to mirror it on the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, well, it's and probably what, the same size. Close. The clamping well, on is the, the well. That's what any any dimensions and stuff like have that to, I can find. Yeah, he'll have to find yeah. the dimensions, but yeah. could, each one will be different because the way it will clamp to the breech. So yeah, yeah, but I, that's a great thing because you can't find them. Yeah. Okay. I'll look into it. Most cool. are custom made. Yeah. Yeah. So so Phil, it's a new year. So mm-hmm. changes for Phil from Texas. You're you move back from Texas. Yeah, that's right. Uh, starting a new job in Cincinnati for the same company though, which same is pretty company, cool. Yeah. Cool. So you here at the homestead? Yeah, for now. Yeah, good. Yeah, so it's. What's the chance of that lady that you met that? <laughs> was gonna show saying, up here when he's wa- nice? or him wandering past that? I'm afraid we're gonna walk in here when I should be bartending. <laughs> <laughs> so like, hey, Phil. <laughs> like, no, I'm Ruben. <laughs> so Ruben goes, hey, you been chasing any ugly women lately? <laughs> and Phil goes, no, just a good-looking one. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> so any. Words for our new year here. Oh, I don't know. Words of wisdom. You gotta have some words of wisdom for us. You survived the weekend at, at uh, Muncie, so Oof. that doesn't mean much, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's Muncie. It's not not <laughs> Purdue. Oh no, Muncie's a blast. Brothers, there is it's a whole different ball game than Brothers at Purdue. Is it? Oh yeah. But no, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I have any words of wisdom to to share. So Phil is going to become a Freemason, believe it or not. Oh, uh, uh, sort of along with his, bro- his brother. I was say, his his brother's well. working yeah. on that too. Good. That's good. So that's exciting for me. You know. Absolutely, it's good. So guys, anything else we want to talk about here? I mean, well, thanks everybody for the great year. Yeah, it's been a different one, difficult in some yeah. cases, but thank you, Mike. You want to come up and say a few words before we sign off this podcast? While he's the owner up. of the liquor store, he might have words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> he's at least drink, got advice from, from drink, watching. Drink often. Drink, and often, often and and drink a lot. And come get it from me. Drink the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, so it's been it's been a blast having Little Chief here as well. He's been, First time. He's been quiet all night though. You, this is I'm scared. Because he's on my left shoulder. I've been a little nervous. Yeah, you know, I, I just I'm saving it up. There's a time and a place to, to rip him loose and <laughs> Uh, some this things being, that I say or this, look down upon on on air. This being your virgin experience on the podcast, we understand. No. And you did well, no, actually. No, no this you were crazy dogs. Yeah, we, yeah, we forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, 
a little over a year ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's one of the ones we did. Yep. So we that's got what a, we need to do again. Okay. Got something working. I got something in the works. All right, it's all so. good. We may do one there. We'll have to see. Yeah, we had, that was fun there, though. Yeah. Yep. What's, back to, what's, back to house. what's cool is uh, they worked a deal here for was the day before christmas eve they did yeah. they did the ugliest sweater concert or in contest town. between that turned out. in town right yeah they did it between with crazy dogs you started at third place and ended up with crazy dogs which was cool i i like the yeah, fact together. that they work together because they're two different types of venues yes. right they're not yeah. really competing against each other unless no. they want to because it's two different things so. But yeah, work together and you both survive and, yeah. and thrive. Maybe, maybe to cross the line tank, put together a bourbon curl. <laughs> no, we're going to put together. We are working on a bourbon tasting, yeah, not bourbon a bourbon tasting. crawl. We don't want to do a bourbon crawl. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. There's too much traffic. <laughs> too much liability. Yeah. There. yeah. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward. We got a great year coming up, but we've already got a bunch of stuff. Oh, we're busy in the books. The- so we're going to be talking to folks from the Whitewater Valley Railroad coming up. Uh, Richie Jewelers, we're gonna have them on. A uh, bunch of other people can't remember the names, but we got a great year coming up here. So if you'd like to be part of the podcast, if you want to be a sponsor or a guest on a podcast or have a topic, drop us a line at our email address. It's podcast at cross the line fifteen twenty four dot com, or you can e- email us or instant messages on our Facebook page, cross the line fifteen twenty four. So all good stuff. Anything else, guys? No, I just like to thank all of our, you know, our listeners out there and for supporting us and helping us grow. I mean, it's who'd have thought, you know, when we when this original idea happened in a bar a couple of years ago that we'd be over, you know, 20,000 20, 20, downloads in thirty seven countries. It's, I mean, it's it, nuts. It's it's nuts. I mean, we got listeners, places I never. We have it just it boggles the mind sometimes. Right, but we appreciate y'all, and I mean, absolutely, leave us messages. That's the the funny the, the coolest thing is to to know they're there but right to, you know let us know what you think you know good yep. or bad tell us you know we're we're trying to improve you know we're learning as we go so be the carrick taylor of your state there you there go you, <laughs> you know carrick buddy i wish you could be on here i know you're working hard but uh and we thank you for your gift at christmas time it was yeah. often he I, I gotta tell you he left a, a very heartfelt message on face on messenger for me <clears throat> i won't go into all of it on, on air but I mean, he loves the podcast. You know, we've talked about it before. He has different political views than we do. What, what he loves about us is we can all look past that and still be friends. And that's right. we right. preached that from the beginning. We have our views. You can have your views. At the end, we need to work together to make the country a better place and not make politics keep us apart, which has – there's families torn apart, friends that don't talk to each other. Yeah. We're done with that crap. Let's move forward. So. Yeah. Get nowhere that way. Yeah. So I'm Alan Stanger. Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. Mike Gardner. And Little Chief. Hold on. And Phil from Texas. And we'll see you all next time. Take care. Gilman Home Centers with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio is your one-stop shop for all your ice melt needs. They got you covered. We got snowy weather. They got shovels. They've got ice melt. They've got it all there. Do you have a wood pellet stove by any chance? Somerset Wood Pellets. Some of the best wood pellets on the market. In fact, I'll say they are the best since I use them. Gilman Home Centers. That's all they have. Somerset Wood Pellets. Gilman Home Centers. You can check them out on the web at gilmanshomecenter.com for the nearest location to you. What a great, great night at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. 
Of course, we had a couple special guests. We had Mike Gardner. We had Phil from Texas and the one and only Little Chief. It was a great time. As usual, if you like our podcast, you know, please give us a five-star rating or a positive comment on whatever app you use. Also, take a look at our webpage, crossthelinefifteen24.com. You can click on the sponsor page and see all of our sponsors, and there's links there to go to their websites, see their products, see where they're located. These are the folks that make it possible for us to continue doing the podcast. As usual, for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Cross the Line 